Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. Welcome, Ephraimites, and Shalom. This is your host, Sister Donna Deckard, and this is the House of Ephraim, Cradle of Hope, Blog Talk Radio on January the 12th, 2024, and today is a special day because we have Prophet Mark here and the guys, and we have an awesome show right here before the quarterly, but first, a word from our And now, from Cradle of Hope are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Well, shalom, everybody. This is Prophet Mark Reinbold here, the House of Ephraim, Cradle of Hope Ministry. So glad that you're here with us and uh, so glad. Big shalom goes out to everybody who's listening to me live and also by recording around the world. We're gonna we're getting together here right before quarterly is going to start tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time. And uh, anybody who is um, not able to make it, uh, which I greatly encourage you, encourage you to do is try to make the make it down here but if you can't we do have it online you can get a hold of us via the email um, that's cradle at jewishprofit.com we can also give the office a call and get you signed up for the quarterly tonight or just get on the email list maybe if that's what you want or maybe you have a prayer request whatever it is get a hold of us and and uh, let us know uh, what's going on and I encourage you to be a part of last, this last day ministry of God. You know, this is what God is doing, folks. Whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not, this is what God is doing. He is regathering the house of Ephraim back together. And you may say, well, who's the house of Ephraim? Does that mean he's talking about me? And the, the, the answer to that question is absolutely yes. Um, anyone who wants to be part of the house of Ephraim can be. But the, the the requirement is is you're going to have to learn how to serve God, and and uh, and to get a hold of the mission that God has for your life down here in this day and hour. So again, I encourage you to get a hold of us. Check out our website at JewishProphet.com. Check out all the 
uh, material, all the uh, the new material that's coming out too. It's uh, some really fantastic stuff, um, and uh, you're going to really enjoy the ministry that's being done here. And not only that, but especially you're going to absolutely get uh, hooked on the anointing and seeing what God is doing in your life, bringing you from deliverance, deliverance, and absolutely bringing that revelation knowledge that we absolutely need for today's living. So many things going on in the world today, um, and I do today. I have a, a bunch of the, the guys here around the table here. We're going to go ahead and hand it off to them as we go around, but uh, just want to encourage everybody. You know, God has a plan. God has a plan for you and for me. And, you know, even though you may have messed up in the past, that's all right. You can just say, Lord, forgive me, and you know what? It's going to happen. God's going to get you through the going throughs, and he's going to teach you. He's going to guide you by his Holy Spirit. He's going to bring you alongside where he can absolutely see the the work being done through you. You don't have to worry about the past and, oh, my God, oh, me and oh, my, somebody said this or somebody did that. You know what? God forgives. But you know what? God forgives when you're ready to forgive. It says, forgive us our trespass as we forgive those who've trespassed against us. Now, you think about that. That's kind of tough, isn't it? I mean, boy, I mean, now i got to forgive all them people that did something to get, you know. we, We can't harbor. We can't harbor unforgiveness. I remember growing up and and going to school, and when I went to school, I went to school, and there was about five or six guys that uh, bullied me all the time, and I'd be walking down the uh, the hallway at the school there, and if they saw me walking down the the hallway of the school, they'd uh, push me up against the wall, throw my books everywhere, fling my papers everywhere, and laugh at me. And then after school, they'd be there waiting for me to beat the shit out of me. And I did that for year after year, for many years. And you know what? That did that that you know that do something to you. And God got a hold of me one day, and He says, "You know, you're going to have to forgive them, boys." And I did. I forgave them. You know, it just didn't happen overnight. But but uh, but I you know I, and as I forgave them, you know what happened. <clears throat> I, I began to have a heart for them, and 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 I began to feel sorry for them. And I, and, and that's how God will work it. That's the way out. And when you can do that, God can forgive you of your past. Far as from the east is from the west, He'll never remember. You know, and I always tell people, it says you you'll know when when you've forgiven somebody because you won't even remember it no more. And it, ne- it never even come to your mind. It's like. Maybe you remember that there was some bad time there, but you won't remember too much about it, and it certainly didn't come to your mind whenever you're thinking about helping them out or doing something. And, you know, a lot of times people hurt us is the closest people to us. It's It's your family members. It's the people you really look up to. It could be your boss. Them are the people that seems like they really get in there because we trusted them, and they broke the trust. And it hurt, didn't it? And so we have to we have to get past that. And and God calls us in Revelation chapter three and chapter four. He calls us. He says, 
He wrote a letter to all seven churches, and he says, to him who overcomes. You have to be an overcomer. <clears throat> you have to get to the point where God is going to say, you're, you're going to hear God's voice, and you're going to say, you're right. I'm wrong. You know, we're not doing the Fonzie thing anymore. We're, we're going to just give up and give in. And, and, and I'm just going to forgive him, and I know it's really hard, but and, and this really hurt me, Lord. But And, you know, I remember there's a lot of things I went through, and I used to talk to God. Said, God, please don't let this happen to me because it will absolutely hurt my heart. <clears throat> and, you know, you know, God spared me from many things. But, uh, but you know, people go through a lot of things. And, and how many people out there today are caught in unforgiveness? It's probably most of the people out there. <laughs> they need deliverance from unforgiveness. And because they can't forgive, how can God forgive them? See? How can, and God's still going to forgive you, but you see, he's looking for that heart change. He's looking for that, he's looking for that, that God element in your life. Be able to say, yay, Lord, I, you know, I don't know how I'm going to forgive these people, but I'm just going to believe you that it's going to happen one day. And and you just you just start, I forgive you. And and you know, a lot of times people have uh, self-image problems, especially the girls. A lot of times, you'd be surprised. The most beautiful girls, you know, us guys look at the girls. That girl is so beautiful, and then she wakes up every morning, looks in the mirror, and thinks she's so ugly because she doesn't look like Barbie doll. Oh, I got, I'm too fat. My my skin color, oh, my hair. <laughs> and, and, and you have to learn how to love yourself. And a lot of times what you have to do is you have to look in that mirror, girls, and you have to say, you're beautiful. And you know what? I'll guarantee you, if you're struggling with self-image and you're one of them girls that are going to say, have to get in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful, I bet you the first couple times that you ever do that, you're not even going to believe it. You're just going to, I'm, you said the words, but you didn't believe it. See? But the thing about it is, is as you begin to speak it out of your mouth, God will start to change. All of a sudden, the gears start to loosen up. The the the, the grease got added to the, to the pulley system, and, and pretty soon, one day, you're going to wake up in the morning and say, you know, I'm beautiful. And you're going to like, you know what, I actually have to believe that. And you see, that's how it happens sometimes with that. And it happens the same way with forgiveness. You just have to keep on, and then pretty soon, all of a sudden, that word of God starts to starts to make manifest within your life. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? I really do forgive you. One day, it's like, I really do forgive you. And then that's what God is looking for, to him who overcomes. Do you think you're going to climb a mountain in one day? To him who overcomes, you have to be an overcomer. God is not bringing people that can't overcome back to Israel. You're going to be left in the dust. You're going to be buried on the way. Something's going to happen. <clears throat> but he's going to bring back his people, and we're going to be overcomers. And we're going to know how to forgive, and we're going to know our self-image, and we're going to have faith in God, and we're going to learn what it is to keep the fruit, do the fruit, and we're going to have a good attitude. You know, I, I was telling the boys yesterday about um, my workplace, my boss, he, 
he gave me a congratulations the other day in front of everybody and 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 he and he told me he says yeah we really appreciate mark because we give mark all the shit jobs and he's always got a good attitude about it you see and that's what you have to be able to do lord why do i get all this crap because you know what god disciplines those whom he loves You know, I remember back in early ministry, I, I'd be the one, it seemed like I was always the one trying the hardest, doing everything I'm supposed to do, and but yet I'm the one who gets my butt chewed the most. How's that? And not one time did I ever come and, 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 and get, get a uh, butt chewing, <clears throat> not one time did I ever see it coming or even know what it was going to be about. Because let me tell you what. It's all them things that are going on that you're not even thinking about. It's the unknown sin in your life that's kicking you upside the head. And you're going to have to get aligned with God and learn what it is to serve him. You're going to have to get, and and God is going to test you. And God, are you sitting down, boys and girls? He's going to humble you. He's going to humble you. But you know the great thing about it is, is God's got a plan. He's going to bring us back to the land of Israel, and we're going to get it done, folks. He's going to get it done through you. And you know, and you might say, well, how's he going to do that? It's like you're just going to have to start speaking it every day. God's going to get it done through me. I don't know how, but somehow I'm going to get this right. By golly, we're just going, and we will be an overcomer every day. You know how you be an overcomer? You be an overcomer every day. Every day you be an overcomer. You screw up, you repent, you overcome, and, and that's what it, that's what you got to do. You got to get to the point where you can say, "Hey, no matter what happens, I'm overcoming." No, yeah, that hurt me. I'm gonna be. Yeah, I, I don't like you guys, but I, one day I'm gonna forgive you. I'm gonna start forgiving you today. I'm gonna overcome. I'm gonna have a good attitude. See, I can have a real pissy attitude if I want, but by golly, I'm going to have a good attitude. <clears throat> See? And that's what it comes down to. Well, listen, I preached a little bit here, and I'm going to send this off to the to the next person here and uh, just let them know your name and and who you are and what you do and uh, something about God's doing in your life. And uh, so I'm going to pass this on here to Brother Phil. Hello, my name is Philip Stolt, and uh be very happy to be here with the uh, brothers of Ephraim. Happy to, to be here for the quarterly with everybody coming together and realize it's January and we got some weather coming this way, but it's going to be okay, and uh, we're going to have a good time because guess what? We've all overcome and fear too and said, guess what? It's all right. God's got us under his hands. He's going to protect us, and he's going to he's going to keep us safe coming here and going back home, and he's going to make a way. You know, and if you ain't praying for that for next quarterly, you should be praying for that. God, open up the doors. Open up the finances. Because, you know, you've got to have a plan. You've got to give something for God to work with. You've got to be able to say, you know what, I'm coming to the next quarterly. Not make an excuse, not do this. Because guarantee you, the powers of darkness are going to make an excuse for you to not make it, not show up, to, to 
say, well, you know, I'll get the next one. You know, the old adage, tomorrow never comes. Tomorrow never comes. You got to you got to take the bull by the horn today. You got to get up and say, I'm going to do it without fear. I'm going to trust the Lord thy God. You know, to be in the service of God, it, it, you know, Prophet Mark was talking about that, be in the service of God and to trust him. You know, when you're in the service of God, you're going to mess up. And that's okay because God said, I'll forgive you. Because guess what? If you're in the service of God and you got your heart right, you're going to be trying to do something for God. And he isn't going to expect you to be able to do it 100% right. He knows that you're flesh and blood. He knows your, your comings and goings. And guess what? He's going to forgive that. And he wants you to be able to understand that forgiveness. What we get into that, that's dangerous is rebellion. Rebellion is when we look at God and we go, nope, God, I will not do that. Kind of like the church saying, hmm, I will not serve you on Shabbat. We have our own Shabbat. Or I will not eat kosher because, after all, I love those cheeseburgers. See, that's rebellion when you say, I won't do it. And God's going, but if you would overcome that, if you would change your heart, I could bless you. You see, we've got to we've got to change our attitude, just like Prophet Mark just said. We got to change our attitude. We got to look at this thing different, with 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 new eyes. That, that God's not against us. God is for us. But God has things put in place, like the kosher laws, like keeping Shabbat, and the windows of heaven are open on those days. So those things are, are things that God wants to bless us with, and, and we're, we're going to dig in. We're going we're gonna to hold back and go, well, I don't think so. You need to check your heart because that's the difference between making a mistake and rebellion is the heart. You've got you've to check that. So don't make excuses. Don't, don't, make, a, don't make, you know, a, a, a mountain out of a molehill. Look at it and go, guess what? My God will help me overcome. And you just watch. God will help you overcome that. You'll be to the next quarterly. And you won't, you'll, you'll, once you beat that mountain, the next one will be just like it, just a little bigger. And you'll be able to overcome that just as easy. So, anyways, I, I don't know if you, I, I told who I was, but uh, I do, uh, I do a lot of tower climbing, and I own my own business. And uh, so, you know, I have struggles every day, too. I uh, I have to manage uh, a crew, and I have to manage a business. And uh, uh, and guess what? I have to believe in faith every day for, for the jobs to come in, for the finances. And guess what? It gets easier the more you do that, the more you let God and control that and you get out of the way and you quit overthinking it it's easier but see stepping out on that faith for those finances for those phone calls to come in and go well here's a job and here's a job you know it's so easy to to go to go work for for an an employer because guess what that employer he's got everything set up for you you just walk in and there it all is you know if he's working for for McDonald's, heck, the fryers are right there, the counter, 
the lights are on. All you got to do is show up. And most people can't even show up. But see, that doesn't need that doesn't require much faith. And so you have to put your life in perspective. You know, I'm not bashing anybody that works at McDonald's, but I'm just saying, you got to now find something else. You're going to have to work in faith. Because guess what? You have mountains that you got to overcome. You have areas that God wants to work with you. And uh, but uh, that's really much all I got, Prophet Mark. And I uh, hope that was good enough. So. Certainly was. And thank you so much, Prophet Phil here. He's got prophetic ministry in his life. He's starting to get used to that and and uh, the responsibility there. And, you know, that, that's what God is is looking for. Um, it's not where you work or anything. It's, it's he wants you, wherever you're at, he wants you to be the best. You know, the old prophet, he used to talk about, you know, when I first got into the Christian church, you know, I, I became the doorkeeper. And I decided I was going to fast three days a week. I'm going to be there early and leave late. And I'm going to be the best doorkeeper that there ever was on the planet Earth ever. And But you know what? If you listen to him, that's how God works. God is not going to take you to the next level until you can prove that you can be right where you're at successfully. Once you are able to show up to the work that's on time and do what you're supposed to do and have a good attitude and do all the things that you know. You, you know, <clears throat> Phil over here, he's got his own business. Not only has him do that, but he's also got to he's also got to write the letters to make sure people actually pay him. Then he's got to believe that people are actually going to pay him, and there's actually going to be money in the bank because you never know when they're going to send the check. It could be next month. <clears throat> By golly, we we got stuff going on today. <laughs> Where's all that money coming from? <laughs> and on and on and on. So when you run your own business, it really brings it into perspective. But you know that's another step. Not everybody can run a business. And uh, but you know God will, as you begin to prove yourself where you're at, God will begin to bless you and open up the doors to take the next step. And that's how God's going to work it. He's not going to just all of a sudden make you the president of the United States. No, that ain't going to just happen. No, no. <clears throat> He's going. First, you're going to learn how to become faithful, uh, showing up at McDonald's uh, and running fryers. Okay. And being able to do that, and pretty soon you'll get good. You'll be you'll be the best you'll be the best McDonald's fryer worker that there ever was in the whole world. He said, "By golly, I know how to run them fryers, and I and they love me. They can't wait till I get to work, and I love coming to work." And that's about the time when God's going to say, "Okay, that's it. We're going to move you on to something new and better." And God will begin to bless you. But yeah, the great great stuff there. And uh, well, anyway, I'm going to send this over here. Another one of my compadres here. We got Dan here. Dan, go ahead and tell them who you are and what you do and all that. Thank you, Prophet Mark. <clears throat> my name is Dan Williams. I'm from Lansing, Michigan. Uh, I own my own landscaping business, hardscaping, paving bricks, walls, things like that. And, uh, oh, what I could say, you know, this ministry has changed my life. I, I, I was... I'll just say it. I was just like some of those girls, full of condemnation, looked in the mirror and couldn't even, I couldn't even look myself in the eyes, poor self-image. And 
and on and on the list would go. And this ministry has changed my life, first and foremost, because, I mean, I, I, I got saved in ninth grade. I was, I was on fire from that point, and I followed all the phase ministers and all the big ministries, not as much as others, but I, I followed them. I was hungry for truth. And what I didn't understand was rightly dividing the word. And this ministry, folks, rightly divides the word. Prophet Deckard laid the foundation. Prophet Mark is carrying the torch. The word, Sister Donna, it's being rightly divided. And that's made all the difference. Because when you try, but it's not rightly divided, you're going the wrong way. You don't even know you're going the wrong way. But you're going the wrong way. Things aren't going to work. They can't work. Not like not like it promises us. As I began to understand and apply that, I thought, okay, now everything's going to change. We talked last night a little bit, and I wanted it easy. You know, Staples red easy button. I'm always was always looking for the easy button. Where's the easy button in this? And and if God's in it, well, then there's going to be an easy button. That's how you know God. Wrongly divided word. There's no victory without sacrifice. And sacrifice means pain and struggle. Not physical, not necessarily, but just like you said, Prophet Mark, it hurts. I used to get beat up all the time. It hurts. It's a lot of where that condemnation came from. It takes rightly dividing, and it takes facing those mountains. It takes the purpose of temptation to understand that this isn't God banging me down, as Brother Phil said. I'm not condemned because I failed. I'm trying. I remember Prophet said in one of his teachings, come out in the water with me. It'll be okay. Take another step. It's going to get a little deeper. It'll be okay. Pretty soon it's going to go over. Nope. Nope. About that time, you'll stand your foot down, and there's a rock right there, and you can pull your head up out of the water and take a breath and know that you're God. Folks, you can know that your God goes before you. You can know it. You can live it. I also tried to condemnation. I was trying to... to, to to be the president couldn't even crawl. I was. I, it, it wasn't because I was prideful. It's because that's what we're told we need to do. That's what we've been told. This is, and God's waiting on me, and I got to get it done. And I didn't know how to have peace. I knew how to have peace towards my brothers and sisters. I have a pastor's heart. That's not that tough for me. I can forgive. But I couldn't forgive myself. I couldn't love myself. I couldn't reside in the peace of God knowing that I'm putting forth my heart's effort. Because, see, folks, I wasn't. I was trying to do something down the road instead of just waking up today and saying, what have I learned in the fruit to this point? That's what I need to do today. What if, not, not the fruit of 10 years from now because that's going to come. But it never is going to come. It never came in my life until the day I said, today, I'm going to walk it. Not 10 years faith, but the faith I have today. Prophet always talked about don't let your billfold outgrow your back pocket. Don't spend $100 faith if you've only got 50 cent faith. And I was trying it. I was zealous. 
but I didn't understand. You got to walk before you run. I didn't understand there's no victory without sacrifice. I didn't understand that the purpose of temptation and the fruit of the Spirit will change your life. And folks, that's what's here. The Word of God, rightly divided, anointed. And when we can do that, when we can study it, when we can let go and give up and face our demons and decide we're done with them, we're not going to put up with them anymore. We're not going to hem-haw around. I hem-hawed around running from them for years. And if you're out there running, I know what that's like. But you don't have to. There's a better way. But you got to decide to come. See, I didn't know how to show up. I would get so much condemnation that I just would, I'd be so afraid to even go to God. How am I going to receive from him and, and if I don't even show up? I didn't know I wasn't showing. I thought I was doing it all. I thought I was right there. No. It's one day at a time, one step at a time, one struggle at a time. Now I wake up and I fail. I failed last night, right after the prophet got done ministering to us. I went with my wall. I got needed gas. I got so mad. I'm pissed off and throwing things, and I lost my cool. Because I wasn't producing the fruit in that moment. And as soon as it ended, the Lord convicted me. Forgive me, Lord. But the difference is, I know I'm forgiven. I know he's not up there going, why'd you do that? You're going to punt and I'm going to. And no, 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 no. For those who have failed and failed much. And I remember our prophet saying those exact words in one of his teachings. He failed and failed much. We fail and fail much. But you get up each day and you repent. And you decide, today, I'm going to beat it. No victory without sacrifice. Today, I will conquer the mountain in front of me. I was so busy looking at the big mountains down the road, whether they would ever come or not, that I wasn't handling what was right in front of me. And when I've learned to just let it go and trust God, and don't get me started on trust. I could go on for hours on that because I did not know how to trust. I've had to learn to trust my brothers. I've had to learn to trust my prophet, and I do. I trust them because I know they love me. I know they are men of God. Sister Donna and the, 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 the people in this ministry are men and women of God with a heart to do it right. And when you come, you may be broken. You may be hurting. I've been there. We've been there. And see, I keep hearing what the Lord says. Forget what Paul said. Forgetting what is behind, I press on. And I wake up each day. Today, I'm going to press on. And it might not be perfect. And it might not look pretty. But doggone it, I'm taking one step further today than I did yesterday, and that's victory. But it's going to come through sacrifice. It's going to come because you have to face the trials, stand on the word of God that's rightly been divided, and know your God has you. I know my God has me. For the first time in my life, I know. I truly, truly know my God has me. 
my prophet has me. My, my Ephraim family has me. And folks, you can have that. Do you want that? Is your heart hurting and hungry for that? You can have it. You can have it. It's right there. But you have to decide that you're going to give up and give in and take that step, let go, face that unforgiveness, step out in that faith, take the next level, whether it's McDonald's or a grocery store or the President of the United States. Whatever level it is, God will meet you there because that's where you're at. There's hope, folks. There's hope. And in a world going to hell in a handbasket, they don't have hope, but we do. If you need it, if you want it, come, because we have it. And we're not perfect. And I will be the first one to sit and tell you of my imperfections that will help you understand. We're not perfect, but we're forgiven. And we press on. And we're going to get it done. Thank you, Prophet. Well, thank you, Dan. And Dan's one of my pastors, and and uh, he's got quite a ministry ahead of him. I just can't wait, and uh, just love to be around him and, and hear him preach and and reach the people. Literally, he will reach so many people that I can never reach, and uh, I just praise God for that every day. And you know, you talked about something. You know, it's like you're out there reaching, trying to say, you know, hey. You know, I, 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 God expected me to be this, and I'm not even close to being that. But you know what? As you begin to overcome every day, it doesn't. You don't have to be that person today. You just you be the overcomer that you have to be today. And and you know, I, I was reading an article the other day where uh, um, uh, somebody said, you know, it's probably not a good idea to have New Year's resolutions. Uh, better than New Year's resolutions is you just get up every day and decide you're going to make that day. And you know what? When you do that, when you start doing the little things every day and you don't see this big mountain in front of you that somehow are we ever going to get there, and you just work on those little things, and then pretty soon you start doing the little things and then it starts to snowball, and boy, we had a great day today. And when you have a great day today, you, we overcame. And when we overcome, I have peace. I screwed up. Yeah, I screwed up once there, but I I got that one right, and I got that one right. And all of a sudden, I got peace over the whole thing. You know, the the word says, "Work out your salvation with fear and trembling." But you know what? When and you're talking about the sacrifice, and it does take sacrifice, and, and it's not about just well, we're going to just sit back and relax and. And we're, you know, and there's always a time to sit back and relax, folks. So don't get me wrong here, but, but you know, when you're out working, it's a sacrifice. You have to, you have to put it on the line. You have to believe God. You have to put forth and, and, uh, <clears throat> and you know, I always go out like to say, you know, one miracle at a time, please. But, uh, but you know what? You, you go through that, and it takes sacrifice. And when you sacrifice or, or whatever, and you get after that sacrifice, there's you'll watch there'll be peace there'll be peace and and that's the important part folks is is god is bringing us not only to the victory to the overcomer but all the peace you know what is the what is the kingdom of god righteousness peace and the holy ghost 
that's how much importance all that is. Well, let me tell you what. We got another uh, guy here and one of my other ministers, and he's got something to say. So excited to have him here. <clears throat> we got Kevin. Kevin, tell him who you are and what's going on and all that. Thank you, Prof. Mark. Uh, an honor to be here as always. Uh, my name is Kevin Thompson uh, from in Missouri, and I, I too am self-employed. I know the I know the struggle well that these brothers talk about uh, the faith walk every day. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing how God deals with all of our hearts in the same areas. It's, it's just like <laughs> they're reaching right in my back pocket here and and uh, saying everything that was on my heart. But uh, folks, I, I I've been studying and following this one doctor who teaches on health and. I love the way he explained what Mark, Prophet Mark just got done saying. It's focus on 1% better every day. Focus on 1% better every day. Don't get overwhelmed over the whole picture. You know, and, and again, he talked about with health, you know, you're on pills and different things. Focus on 1% better. Change your diet 1% better today and then tomorrow. And it, and it applies the same here with the spiritual thing, with, with following God and serving God and uh, coming out of this world. Focus on 1%, folks. And, and by the time the end of a year comes and you, you're doing 1% at a time, you've come a long ways when you look back. And uh, God lately has been really dealing with me when it comes down to the – because I've been going through the attitude of the heart. So he's been dealing with me and teaching me deeper into that area and of the heart. And I'm not talking the physical heart. I'm talking spiritual. And, folks, what we've been pretty well talking about today is, is, is all these opportunities out here that to get your heart wounded, to get it calloused, to get it hardened. I don't care if you're talking about working on a job and uh, maybe your coworkers are complaining because you're not getting paid enough or this job sucks because of this and that. There's opportunity right there. Are you going to allow that word to, to sow into your heart and, and become hardened? And, and you're going to, folks, listen to me. You, you, when you accept those things and you start thinking those things, instead of just serving that company like you're serving God, instead of giving it your all and watching God take you to the next level, folks, that you're, you're stealing from yourself. You're, you're getting a wounded heart, and you're going to get yourself into all kinds of stuff. Like, and, and it, it happens so easily. Wounds can come from every direction. It can come from something that somebody says negative towards you. Like, like Prophet Mark said, you know, I, I I say look at look at how Job, look at the Book of Job, who came at him, who, who the closest people to him, came at him, said all kinds of nasty things, you know, his wife, tell him why she just curse God and die, and uh, folks, that's that's what happens. Darkness when that when that hedge is let down, he's gonna want to use the closest people to you, and give you an opportunity. An opportunity to keep the right heart, a loving heart, a forgiving heart, or the opportunity to grow bitterness, to, to allow it to be wounded. See, folks, those those people that are, that are out there that maybe their family, maybe whatever, bosses that are doing these things, that they hurt, and they do hurt. They, they really do. Folks, they're not the ones wounding your heart. It's you choosing to be wounded from that experience it's you choosing to to allow that to affect you as opposed to forgiving moving on and i know oh, I, you know i've been through a few situations and opportunities in life 
And uh, Prophet Mark's exactly right. When that happens and you start noticing, yeah, I, I, I started noticing an old boss of mine and, and people that I was under for a long time. <clears throat> I started noticing that every time I'd see something either on social media or hear something from somebody, how they're doing well, I'd get upset. It'd frustrate me. And, I, and I'm like, this isn't right. Lord, what's going on, you know? Go to fast, go to pray, and I'm like, oh, what's going on? And you've got to win that thought, win that feeling of maybe your boss isn't, isn't paying you enough. Maybe maybe it's a miserable job and they keep giving you the, the shit job. You've got the opportunity. You can, you, you can say, praise God, I must be the only one that can do that. Or, folks, you've got to change the heart. You've got to do it. You've got to take control over that heart. I had to every time that feeling would come up when I'd see them having success still, you know, even though they are, you know, doing things crooked and I knew it wasn't right. I had to say no, no heart. I love them. I want them to do well. I want them to be blessed. Heart, quit, quit feeling that way. It's okay. It's good to see others have good upon them. It's okay. God, God's in control. God will take care of it, folks. That's what it really boils down to. It really boils down to are we going to trust God? Are we going to trust God to defend you when, when others do wrong to you? Are you going to trust God to be there to when you, you go out a little deeper and, and to hold you up? Are you going to trust God? See, when, when, we, when we don't, we try to do things ourselves and we allow those wounds. All we're doing is, uh, is you know, limiting a limitless God, and we can't do that. You've got to have faith in him first, faith in yourself, faith in the, the others around you, even even when they do say something wrong, folks. you got to have faith that God is working on them, and that's what we do here. That's what, how it is here. We know that God's working on all of us, and obviously we're all in the same boat and being worked on, and he's being de- dealing with all of us the same areas. And we got to have faith that those others are being worked on too. And it's okay to forgive. It's okay to open yourself up, back up to the opportunity of maybe getting hurt again, maybe something being said again, but it's okay. we got to be willing to forgive and move on. And, folks, that's what this ministry teaches. Again, the rightly divided word. It's, you know, I was in churches for years looking for something that was going to change my life, something that was going to change that, that constant felt like, you know, we're all going down the toilet of, of life, of just constant stress and anxiety and upset and frustration. I kept looking for that something different. and didn't find it until I landed here, until God brought me, and I heard that prophet. I knew there was something different. I saw his heart, and I knew, hey, this, this is going to change my life. This is going to bring me to what I felt. A, a life serving God should be. And folks, this is exactly what it'll do. You come in, you apply this stuff. So so many of us, we come in, we're like, you know, I, you got the want. And I, I see it in three levels. You got the want, the do, and the have. We got the want for God's lifestyle, and we want to jump straight over to the have, but we got to go through the do. The applying, the learning, that wisdom, and, and turning to knowledge by applying all these teachings and what's that take? That takes bumps and bruises. That takes scars and skinned up knees and messing up, getting back up, dusting us up, telling our hearts, shut up, you're going to be okay. 
It, it, you don't have to be wounded. You don't have to be hurt. Let's go at it again. Um, folks, I just challenge you again. If you're in these feeling the same way, you're out there in the church, and you, you man, you may be, you may have left the church. Don't give up on God. You know, you don't don't focus. Like Prophet says, "Don't get your eyes on man. We're gonna we'll, we'll mess up, and we do. Get your eyes on God, and, and come. Try this. Try the water out. I think you'll like it." That's all I got. Kevin, he's Kevin called to be one of my teachers, and I'm so blessed to have him at my side. And uh, and he and he's so right. You know, <clears throat> Kevin's a great teacher. I know he goes all over the place, and he he just he just naturally does that, and being able to to get in the material and and to talk to people, and and it's a, it's an amazing thing what what Kevin does, and uh, we just we just love him to death and his family. And, uh, well, anyway, what he was talking about is that wounded heart and, uh, you know, and he's actually went through heart surgery and, and literally had a wounded heart, <laughs> but you know, there's, you know, it, it's easy to get your, your spiritual heart, um, uh, wounded too. And that's of course what we're talking about there. And, and, uh, so praise God for all that. Well, anyway, um, I got uh, another 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 person here is going to talk. It happens to be my son. We're going to let Joshua talk here, okay? So, <clears throat> Josh, go ahead and tell them who you are and what you do and what's going on, all right? Okay, I'm um, Joshua Reinbold. I um, I work at Disney as a parking attendant, and I enjoy myself doing that. It's actually... It's uh, it's a lot harder than you would think. Not in the way of parking cars, but dealing with people, and that's that. I know, I know. That's 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 one of those things that I I've been working on. It's it's a hard challenge, especially with coworkers and uh, like with the wounded heart. I would see every day. Um, I would see people. They would come in. They would start working for Disney, and they're like, "Oh man, I love it!" I, they come in with the right heart. They have that all. Like a month or two later, I see them again, and they're down, and they're just like, "I'm tired. I, I don't. I don't like this job. I want to. I want. I want to get out. I don't want to deal with people. They. They have. A, they have a calloused heart. They. They have against everyone, and I. And I. I, I see that in them, and I'm like. That could that could be me too if if I didn't do the right things and I would I would be going out I, every day I go to work I have a positive attitude I tried my best a positive attitude doesn't mean I always have a positive attitude I try my best every day I, I, every time I go to work I try my best and I, I try to help these people I'm like hey just stick in there come on you can help you best and just work on it and all that stuff and they're just like no man you don't understand and I'm like I try I try to understand their stuff and. Um, I, I uh, instead of uh, I I started less help by trying to ask, ask them and uh, tell them how to help. I try to just make the day go better. I help them out as best I can. I do stuff where they're like, oh man, I need help over here, but they don't tell you. I like over there grabs. I grab it and I go here, take it here. You got, it, you got. It. Come on, you can do it. And push it forward. Go, go, go. We're a team out there, and I try to I try to keep. I try to keep the spirits up, and I try to get their uh, motivation up. And I've I've seen my bosses. A lot of my bosses want want me. They <laughs> they're like, Josh, you're gonna stay here, buddy. And I'm like, oh no. 
and they, they want they want me promoted, but the higher up bosses, I have to convince them. So, um, but uh, I uh, one thing I've I've always I've been trying to do is is uh, being tested and humbled, and it's it's really hard. It's it's really hard to be um, between being humbled and self condemnation, and it's 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 like this is the same thing what. Uh, Mr. Williams is doing as he talks about. It's like you you want to be humbled, you, you have to be humbled, but you don't want to be so far down that the self condemnation is eating you alive. And that's something that throughout throughout my life I've dealt with. And um, self condemnation I'm still fighting today, and it's so tricky. It's such a hard balance between self condemnation and um, and uh, was it uh, humbleness and I try to stay humble and I I've, over the over the years I've gotten better I'm like that was yesterday today we're gonna we're gonna try better we're, this is what we have we we it's forgiving yourself it's forgiving yourself of what you've done and you're just like God's forgiven me of that I need to push forward I have no time to uh, dwell on the pro on the on the uh, sins I've done the past I'm forgiven I need to push forward I need to keep ahead. It's it's a it's a battlefield out there, and if you're if you're stuck on your sins that you've done in the past, and uh, like kicking yourself over the head over all the time, you're not you're not focusing on the things you need to be focusing at, at like today, and you're just like I, I'm not focusing on that because I'm thinking about other things. And for me, I I I just had to get myself uh, put together and like and and just start focusing on stuff like fruit of the spirit and purpose of temptation and stuff like that instead of kicking myself up on sins that I've just done over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's 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 a hard battle but I I'm I'm getting better. I'm trying to do my best. It's one of those things that even as well as I, I, I try my best at like my work and everything there's still problems I find. There's still things I have troubles with, and um, I, I have to have to forgive myself. I have to be like, oh, I got it. I, I got it. I can push forward. I can push forward. I can push forward. And once I get to the um, once I get to the end of it, I'm like, you know, after it all is done, it was a pretty good day. <laughs> I'm like, hey, that wasn't that bad. That wasn't that bad. And I get done with the day, and I come home. I'm like, hey, that was that was a good day. I had a good day today. And everyone's like, really? I'm like, yeah, all this stuff happened, but you know, at least I'm alive. <laughs> but no, I just I just I just bring to the to the table that even even dealing with the was it getting humbled and uh, and all that. Don't let the self condemnation kick your butt at the same time. And that's I guess that's what I I, I bring to this is that watch yourself. Yeah. So that's all I have. Well, thank you so much, Joshua. That's Joshua Reinbold. It happens to be my son. And I got got my other son here, Micah. He's going to say a few things. you got about five minutes, Micah. So why don't you go ahead and speak for about five minutes. Tell, tell them who you are and what you do and what's going on in your life. Right. I'm Micah Reinbold. I um, work at a solar company called Sunrun. And I'm an electrician there that sets up the, the system before they get there. So they set up the solar panels and I set up the system. So I'm like home improvement. And um, I I was going through a lot of the same stuff Josh was going through. And almost everything that I was going to talk about, he didn't talk about that. But then he talks about that other thing. And then it's like right down the line. Now I got nothing left. (laughs) 
And uh, I'm like, on the same time, I'm here. I'm just like, shit, I need to be taking notes. Like, what is this? I need to. But, um, yeah, I, I would, like, try to be humbled and stuff. And it's a really fine line to become humbled because uh, one day I would be, like, on the top of the world. And the other day I would be just happy to survive. And um, a lot of the times I've been trying to, like, remove my emotions from the whole equation, just take a step back and look, hey, you know what, this is the way I should go, and I really want to go that way. So, And um, I, I actually it was experiencing uh, something like uh, Mr. Thompson was talking about, how uh, I would, like, look at some people that were doing stuff like stealing from the company, and um, I'm like, Hey, I I don't like how they're so successful off of that, and but then again, I I realized that that wasn't my problem. I realized it wasn't just something I needed to be concerned with, and I need to get that out of my life because I I don't want to have bad intentions for them. I don't want to have that influence my relationship with them. And um, a lot of times, I would have like uh, coworkers, they would just be talking trash they'd be just um insulting people for no reason really and um it's really hard to really drag that out of your heart especially when that's a higher up and uh or multiple higher ups and uh, you don't want to rebuke them or straight out because i mean i've done that in the beginning but it's, it's not healthy for that relationship and um i i would like just go under my breath and just try to rip that shit out of my heart just trying to guard my heart but it's, it's kind of hard because it feels like every day they're just barraging you. And um, this uh, last um, week I got uh, humbled. I um, I was setting up a system and um, the boss, the, not the boss, but the safety inspector was there. And um, I'm like, okay, okay, this is fine. And I never set up the system. I just, I was just winging it. And um, I, I was um, putting up this in-phase inverter. I'm like, oh, shit. I put everything up, and now I don't know where else to put. And um, I'm like, I, I'm like, screw it. I'm just gonna ask. I ask, and they're like, Oh, come on, what the hell? It's right there. I look on the door, and there's a schematic right there. I'm like, What? That was. <laughs> then I just take a look. If I was just a little shorter, I would have been able to see that. But um, it's just right in front of the safety inspector. It just really makes you look like an idiot. But I'm glad for that experience. I'm glad to have. But, it, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care about um, what my boss thinks. I care about what God thinks. So even though I want to honor him and respect him the best I can, I have to put God first and honor God first and respect his decisions for that. And, um, yeah, I guess that's really all I got to say. All right. Well, thank you again. That's Micah Reinbold, another one of my sons. And, and uh, again, you know, God is calling us to be an overcomer, and and uh, so many people, so many different ways, and 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 it is a battle out there. And you know, it's a, we have a series, battlefield of the mind, and or the war for your mind. I think it was called, and and um and that's so true. It, it really is a battle, and, and you know, it's easy to get um uh, sidetracked with the world because the world is so pervasive and. And, oh, everybody wants to be liked by the world, and, oh, we want to be popular, we want to be rich, we want to be all, you know, all this. And and I'm telling you right now, the people in Hollywood that are famous and rich and popular, I'm telling you right now, they're not happy. 
They're just not. You know, money can only get you so far, okay? Yeah, it might be able to pay the bills, but it ain't going to buy you happiness, okay? It really is not. And and the thing about it is that it comes back to having a purpose. It comes back. A lot of times I look at, especially the young people, especially people in churches, uh, I, I, you know, I'm looking at them and I'm I'm listening to them and their stories and, and I'm going to myself and I'm like, you know what? That person doesn't even know what he believes. That's the problem. He's heard the pastor preach. He's heard his mom and dad tell him what to do, but he doesn't know what he believes. And you have to go out in the world and you have to experience and you have to decide for yourself, just like I think some of you guys already said, you're going to have to choose. What is it you can believe? Are you going to keep these commandments or not? See? And that's what the good Lord was was talking about all the way back in Deuteronomy. And we really just almost didn't even need to go farther than that. And one of my favorite scriptures in the whole Bible is where God says, yeah, I'm going to give you a choice, but guess what? Choose life that you and urine may live. Because God is for you, not against you. He's for you. You just need a little encouragement. You need a little of the word telling you, hey, I'm for you down here. But if you listen to the world, they're going to beat you up just like they did in school. (laughs) They'll beat you up and spit you out. And they don't care. And that's not God. You know? And we got whole nations like that. You know, we got nations who, uh, who, you know, people declaring war against other people. They don't even want to go to war. The people are like, <clears throat> don't even, you know, war. Why are we going to war? It's so ridiculous out there. Well, it looks like we're running out of time here. So I'm not sure what happens next. Do I? Do I must give it back to you. Sister Donna, here you go. Well, thank you so much. Uh, what an awesome awesome blog. I'll tell you what, I love every minute of it. I want to thank each of you for for tuning in. I want to encourage you, as as the guys have said, if you haven't made it to quarterly, start putting putting some money back. You You can pinch pennies enough to do that. You know, the prophet always said, you do what you want to do. And and I can tell you, and every one of these guys can tell you, the the effort was worth it, and it cost every one of us. Cost every one of us. Well, I want to remind you that with God, all things are possible. And shalom. And And now, from Cradle of Hope, are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope, is a must-have gift offer: the transition of the church. God is transitioning.